Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Welcome back to Chaotic Harmony, you guys. And today we have a bigger table because yeah. we have more people. If you're watching the video version, if you're not, you should watch it because bigger table. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason. That's the only reason, yes. Also, we have two uh, new faces you might see. Yeah, we have Leah. Say hi, Leah. Hi, my name's Leah. <laughs> and we have Sandra. Hi. And so these guys are both um, teachers with us in Chula Vista, mm -hmm. and I'm going to let John kind of take it from here. Yeah, well, actually, we haven't had an introductory podcast in a while. What we, we did in, in seasons prior is we would interview different people. Season three is all been just us talking, uh, just that, the two of us. So well, COVID kind of killed the, co the pattern. <laughs> COVID killed the, I was hoping there would be another alliteration there, but no. Yeah. Um, but so what we typically do is we just ask the, the people that are new to the podcast, like, who are you? That's our program notes. So Leah, how about I start with you? I go, yeah, program who, notes. So where are you from? If we, if we were writing this in a program yeah. for a play... Yeah. Where'd you come from, Leah? Well, <laughs> I came from San Diego. Oh, um, hi. <laughs> I was born and raised in San Diego. Um, I actually grew up uh, crossing the border until I was 11 years old. So I was born here, but I lived in Tijuana. Okay. Um, and so my schooling took place, like waking up at three in the morning, coming to San Diego, like at seven in the morning to be at school at eight. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, my whole schooling, everything has happened in SD. Okay. All right. Cool. And Jasandra? I was born in the San Fernando Valley, so I'm an official Valley girl. Okay. Yes, <laughs> that is the Valley Girl Valley. Um, You've got to like lay it on. I know. No. <laughs> She's like denied. Do you actively, actively push against that? <laughs> um, and I, yeah, I went LAUSD um, kid, did orchestra kid for a long time, and then did band in high school. Um, and yeah, I went to UC Irvine and then I went to Boston for a couple years and okay. came back, moved to San Diego, much better than Boston where it's never, <laughs> it's never gets to eight degrees or lower. So yeah, I can't camp below 50. We, mm -hmm. yeah, right. We pull the parkas out when it yeah, hits we 60. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is the two of you have a unique situation, which I think we'll get into in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, the two of you teach at. Uh, the same school site or school sites should i say mm -hmm. um so what school sites are there uh, marshall elementary school and mcmillan elementary cool and what are they what, what are those like demographics like more or less well they're both just to give some context to the listeners they sound not just a name well, but like to yeah the listeners i feel like we're being tested on our ilps because john <laughs> is our mentor <laughs> induction mentor yes so basically they had to say yes to this interview uh, yeah, right. sorry, <laughs> Um, I mean, it's just, it doesn't have to be numbers. It's just like, what 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 are they like? Yeah. yeah. Like the kids you teach, who are they like? Uh, we've got about, what is it? 1,200 kids? 1,200. Okay. I keep um, wanting between... to say 1,500 because that's just what it feels like. But it's 1,200. <laughs> no, I say 1,500 because of the, because um, I also teach the, the youth symphony. So okay. I think I, I, oh, it might be close to 1,500. Um, I don't know. It's something like that. It's over 1,000 and it's a lot of kids and some of them get confused why we don't know their names and that's why <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah they're the same students that call you mom too <laughs> <laughs> right well we get we're the same person at both schools so yeah. i get called miss nevadas all the time no, i get called miss conos there we go <laughs> whatever it's cool I'll take yeah um, um yeah they're uh one of our schools has got a really high uh special education population okay and that's uh 
mild, especially they're integrated into the general education classrooms. Um, so not including the mod severe classes. Uh, we got a lot, of, and the other schools actually got a lot of English language learners. Mm-hmm. Um, so got to work on them. Yeah, and one of the reasons I was really excited to talk to you guys is this is both of your first year teaching. Yes. Um, and I, I just can't even imagine what that must be like for you. And Jonathan was telling me that you guys both did your student teaching while we were still doing distance learning, right? Yeah. And yeah. we did it, yeah, digitally. So. Yeah. 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 So this is what a wild ride <laughs> this whole year has been. Um, so uh, are your kids um, mostly like middle income, low income, high income? What um, where do they land? Um, I would say at one of the schools, they land a little bit lower income than the other school, but both of them are, are kind of low mid. OK. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. But one of them definitely, I think, a little bit lower income where there's higher population of of. I guess, free and reduced price lunch if we're being, yeah, official. Okay, gotcha. Congratulations. That's a check mark for my Mm -hmm. assessment there. And then you guys have very different training, right? Like, yeah. So, Leah, what what is your instrument and your training and what was music education like for you? Um, Music education for me was a wild ride. There were so many times I wanted to give up. Um, Yeah. But something inside me was just like, no, let's do this just to see what happens. Really? Like in college? In college and also just growing up. I didn't grow up learning how to read music Mm. traditionally. I just, I barely learned how to read. If I'm being honest, Mm -hmm. I barely learned how to read um, sight read music in my undergrad. Mm. That's when I learned how to read music like um, perfectly. Did you have ensembles or anything when you were going through San Diego schools? That you were um, in? Not until I got to high school. Okay. And that was, um, I looked for those resources. Those resources was kind of hidden. I did go to an art school, but it was a very, like, low budget income. It was San Diego High School, right okay. in the heart oh, of okay. downtown San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. By Bobo um, Park, right? Yeah, yeah. right down the street. Yeah. Um, and our music education program was basically mariachi. And that's how I got okay. into singing and learning how to play the double bass. Um, and also picking up the the flute there as well for marching band. Um, but as I got into my undergrad, I studied vocals. So I'm a vocalist. I'm a singer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole program, it was just amazing. I love San Diego State. It prepared me for everything. Um, and yeah, I kind of miss it. I've learned a lot um, just being a first year teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, everything that they prepared me for, like I've seen it, tackled it. I feel confident in what I'm doing, even though at first I didn't feel confident. And John knows because he was my um, supervising teacher. My supervising <laughs> she teacher. did great. She did great. <laughs> this is the foot. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's my training. I'm a vocalist. Mm-hmm. All right. Just uh, just Sandra. Sorry, I'm going to get that right. Uh, how about you? Um, I'm a string player. Mm-hmm. And I started... Um, I got really, really lucky, actually, I think, because I started playing guitar in middle school. We had an after school program and it was um, it was kind of a free the the school we were at didn't have, I guess, another kind of another under resourced school. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a free after school program. And yeah, they they had a guitar teacher. So I started with that and I had a bunch of friends in an orchestra, a bunch of friends in the orchestra. I 
I'm a cellist. I'm gonna admit it on like officially on record now. I did not know what a cello was when I picked the cello. Oh wow! <laughs> I just had a bunch of friends in orchestra and they all played violin. And I was like, I don't want to play violin. Everyone plays violin, mm. so um, I I picked the cello. And where I think I got really lucky is that um, I had a set of really, I guess. I had some teachers who who um, put a lot of work into let, like letting me progress because I had both my teacher in middle school and my teacher in high school were actually brass players, so they were maybe not um, as strong like string on string technique. Sure, but they gave me the space to really like mm. progress. So in because um, I actually started in eighth grade, so it was the last year, and okay. my teacher was like, "Well, you practice and you can catch up. Like I'm going to throw you into the advanced in your second your second semester nice um yeah so it was really cool so he would actually just let me go practice and during <laughs> during class yeah um so that the next year i could go join because i just wanted to play with my friends so yeah. um and then i totally fell in love with it went to high school and we actually my, my mom was like well let's pick a high school that you want to go to you really want to do music so i also went to an arts high school mm-hmm. um did orchestra i had a teacher who really pushed me in a lot of ways which was great um, and then my, <laughs> I think it was my senior year, like right before the end of my junior year, I, I was like, I really want to do music. Like I, I have to do music. Um, and he actually, I, I, that's how I got into music education. My teacher, um, wow. kind of introduced me to it in a lot of ways. And he was like, well, you probably should have private lessons. So six months before auditions, I started taking <gasps> private lessons. Wow. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. got really, really lucky. Just, I had a lot of people who kind of paves that way for me mm-hmm. and then same thing even when i got accepted for a program um my the teacher the teacher at the time um maggie perkins actually was the teacher at the time um she let me in knowing that i would <laughs> i would need a lot of work and mm-hmm. i i really appreciate that she did because i think she saw more how much i had grown in that amount of time rather than where i was at that moment because i was mm-hmm. definitely very 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 behind mm-hmm. so yeah i got really really lucky um yeah so that's that's how i got into it Mm. you know i almost feel like that's an asset when you go into music education is to not have been in you know know, at the top of the ensembles and be the best person because like i really struggled in a lot of my Mm -hmm. music education um and i was i was telling you guys before we started recording i have theory trauma like (laughs) um you know like um i'm a much better musician now than i ever was in college Mm -hmm. which I should be because it's been 15 years like (laughs) you know like you're supposed to keep growing and I don't know where we get this idea that you have to have your act together when you're 18 Mm -hmm. and deciding what you want to do with the rest of your life of course it's a growth process and if you struggled through that you know how that feels as the student and so you can Mm -hmm. have those glasses on you're Mm -hmm. not just looking for the kids at the top of the game you're looking for the kids who are like you who need a leg up Mm -hmm. you know the the passion is there anyway that's a soapbox We love it. Stand on it. Yeah. All right. I have a lot of them. (laughs) It was fascinating because you are right. I Mm -hmm. think that the people, because I know there are many elements. We talked about this, Crystal, but Mm -hmm. there are many elements where I struggle in music comprehension and such. Um, But it's, I feel like when you aren't, those who are not at the quote unquote top of the game, because I also Mm -hmm. went to performing arts school as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And like, I think the the, the element that I was not first chair always like helped me to understand, okay, this is why. I'm struggling here, here. I can be, and then that has helped me as a teacher. I'm sure the that's resonated with all y'all. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, totally. Also, the fact that you didn't want to play violin and you chose cello, what does that say about the viola? <laughs> See, I also did not know what a viola was. That's true, I just right? picked so, the big one. It's like the kids say violin, bigger violin, bigger <laughs> violin, <laughs> really big mm-hmm. violin. I probably, if, I had, if I had known about the viola, I probably would have been a oh, violist. Yeah? Okay. yeah, I love the sound of the viola, but I'm mm-hmm. very happy to be a cellist. I love mm-hmm. my cello. It's mm-hmm. it's like a, definitely a part of me. <laughs> Not to be one of those geeky orchestra kids. Oh, but. be it. <laughs> we embrace that yes, here. <laughs> this is the place to be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just looking at you. It's all. Oh, you're looking at me. Yeah, oh, I'm, okay. I'm looking at the mic actually right here. Are you looking at me? <laughs> just kidding. So the two the two of you started, as we mentioned earlier, as you mentioned earlier also, like you started your student teaching unlike everyone else. You were doing this online. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, how was that? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you don't need like a full, formal essay, but like, how was that like? Like, like, so was there any benefits of it? Do you think, or actually, you know what? Just to share everything. Don't even go, don't even go to the benefits yet. How was that like? Yeah. Well, my experience. And you're welcome to throw shade at me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my experience was um, it was terrifying, first of all, mm-hmm. um, because being inside a student's home Mm. space where they're supposed to be you know at ease or Mm -hmm. you know comfortable in their own space um that was terrifying because i mean you you we're gonna get into that story you know what story (laughs) yes i know what story you're gonna Um, talk about but i'm on pins and needles i have no idea what story you're gonna tell parents are back there they're listening to everything that you're saying they're listening to everything that you're teaching the kids Mm -hmm. um and at first, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's online. It's not going to be that hard. Mm-hmm. For somebody who was like, you know, I used to opt out for the online classes. Those were fine for me. Even before the pandemic hit, um, I was able to uh, keep on top of all that schoolwork. But when it came to student teaching, that was a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. Um I actually got chewed out by a, a parent who was like, if all you're going to do is sing about Halloween, then we're out. Oh. Yeah, this is... Uh- what was the song? It wasn't even Halloween, though. It wasn't though. even Halloween. What was this? You sing, what, Pumpkin Stew, right? Um, no, it wasn't even, but Pumpkin Stew is, first of all, amazing. It is um, amazing. That's <laughs> a, that is a legit um, song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The kids love it. They do. I was singing, um, I don't know, but it ended ended with, but it ended Halloween fun. That's the that's only right. line yeah. at that's the end right. that was, I don't even remember the words. Yeah, there's a ghost in there. That's probably another yeah. maybe. But like, that was a maybe in there, but um, but it had to do with movement. And, you know, I was trying to teach that to the kids. Because when you're online teaching music, like, all we could have done was just, like, movement activities. Yeah. A little bit of singing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not group singing. Not group singing. Nope. Um, so we were... It was a great experience trying to be creative online, but mm. also it was terrifying because everybody and their kids could hear what you're teaching online. And that was what was terrifying about it. And so, yeah, that happened to me. And <laughs> yeah. that kind of stung. And yeah. was, uh, it was really, really bad. I eventually found out that the student was a Jehovah's Witness. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, I should... You know, like, tell the mom, you know, I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness also. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up that way, too. But um, when we uh, came over to San Diego, there wasn't a lot of um, Spanish-speaking uh, congregations. So we stopped going. Okay. Mm-hmm. We stopped yeah. attending. Um, but, yeah, it was terrifying. It was eventually got the hang of it. The tech part of it, even though I'm a millennial, um, I still struggled with it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that yeah. was my experience. And I think the <laughs> difficult part, because you were mentioning how you might talk to the parent later on, like they aren't in the camera. Right. You don't know who's next to them all the time. It is yeah. oftentimes you maybe their camera's even on you don't know <laughs> yeah. and then if you do it's like it's just the kid and oh wait five inches away to their left yeah is the parent so mm -hmm. yeah it's it's tough it's tough mm -hmm. you know even even having been teaching for a while like that was so out of my comfort zone and i have i have a few dozen stories where you know people popped into the camera or said things back at me or I got my principal got, you know, an email or a message on Teams from a parent because, yeah, we had never had them in the room mm -hmm. like that before. And I think everybody was just under such an enormous amount of stress. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, we have little boys. We have eight and ten year old boys. Mm -hmm. And so like trying to do our work and keep them engaged in online learning and, you know, just all the things that came with the pandemic stress, like families were under an enormous amount of stress and uh nobody's at their best <laughs> exactly yeah like so you're definitely not alone um in those stories and i'm sorry that happened when you're a student teacher and you're just like putting yourself out there for the first time oh my gosh and i just want them to learn <laughs> I just, like, I, you're like i am reaching for literally anything because mm -hmm. nobody wrote a book about how to be an effective teacher online exactly yeah, yeah. so Oh, I'm sorry, and I feel that pain so acutely. Is yeah. my point. <laughs> but I'll you survived. <laughs> you survived. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Jasandra? How was how was student teaching for you? Um, I for about a year and a half was Boston's worst neighbor. Oh. Um, oh. Because I was I I was in Boston when I was student teaching. Okay. And. Me and my partner lived in a, an apartment that I think was 293 square feet uh -huh. with very thin walls. Oh so gosh. every day at 8 a.m. our <gasps> neighbor would hear, you'll sing a song <laughs> really loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was actually student taught with strings, but I, I ended my student teaching a little early okay. um, to pick up a uh, maternity leave job. So I did strings, um, which hearing me play Rocky Mountain on the violin is... As much as I, I know, I like I am a string player, but I'm not a violinist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure yeah. that was a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> Again, at eight in the morning. Um, yeah. And then my my the the job I picked up was also it was online totally, and and it was a general music. Um, I thought I learned definitely learned a lot. I think one of the best things that came out of it was I got really good at finding online resources. Mm. Yeah. Which I don't think I would have. Um, had I been in person, uh, being in person is totally different though. Cause yeah. you know, yeah. kids aren't muted. <laughs> I know. So. I do Where's miss the mute the button. Mute button. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the one benefit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but there's definitely, I, I feel that, um, cause I've been, I've been teaching like I've, I've always been te like throughout my, my undergrad and my master's, I was doing something like a teaching mm -hmm. somehow. Um, and I do feel that kids are so excited to be around each other again. Mm. Um, and I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to wreck that, <laughs> but mm. sometimes it's a little like, okay, we're still in class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think though some of the, uh, it was actually more from the job that I had, um, more than my student teaching. My student teaching was great. I had a really, really great mentor teacher. Um, and she's, she's amazing. Um, and we're still friends and everything. So she's, she's fantastic. But my job was I was, you know, I mean, it's your first job, so you're alone <laughs> suddenly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, no one's here to tell me what's going on. 
Um, and that was a little, um, it was a little scary sometimes because you're online and you're seeing these kids in their own spaces. And sometimes you're seeing, um, like I would have some kids who just, they had full freedom and they would, I'd have kids like climbing around on things mm-hmm. and doing things where I'm like, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. And I, there's a yeah. parent somewhere, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But not in that space. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was really kind of terrifying. Just that like lack of, um, la- like you don't have control over their safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was, yeah. And I also had a class that was, again, learned a lot. I was really, really bad at it at first. I had a class that was um, only non-English speakers, the full class. Um, and I'm not I'm not a Spanish speaker. I'm learning, but I'm not a Spanish speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Portuguese, too. So mm-hmm. Spanish, I can, I can kind of work around a little bit, and I can usually understand a lot of it, but Portuguese was just totally... So non-English speakers online. Online. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm, doing yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them were just, I mean, just so disconnected at first, just cause yeah. you know, yeah. like it's a bunch of yeah. people talking English at him, at them, you know, they just, right. how are they gonna, yeah. Yeah. So that class I learned a ton from, by the end of it, we really had like, I had a relationship actually with each kid, which mm. was great. That's but really cool. It took a lot of that. It took a lot of Google translate. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it definitely was interesting i i do feel that we miss out in some ways or maybe gain in some ways i'm not sure but since it's new mm-hmm. for both of us mm-hmm. i almost feel like everything's new so even when even though we're in this situation it's all new so we don't really have a frame of reference <laughs> what is normal right yeah. <laughs> when you figure it out can you tell me yeah. right That'd be great <laughs> so because it sounds like yeah. your first year is hectic no matter what it is so, yeah, it, is. it, it is. definitely is and it and it depends on where you, it, I, your first year at any school is hectic because mm-hmm. now i've taught at five and it just there's so much relationship building that you have mm-hmm. to do and there's a different culture at every single school and there's different norms and i yeah it's it is just rough mm-hmm. so yeah i can only imagine yeah and my student teaching had nothing to do with my job right now nothing and oh, wow. i yeah it was a high school same. band placement same. Mm-hmm. yeah band yeah and, so and guitar, i had to figure so. it all out yeah yeah uh, guitar kind of transferred mm-hmm. to ukulele but like yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't learn how to manage a kinder- <laughs> kindergarten class and yep. rhythm sticks and how no. to pass out hand drums and stuff like that when you're, yeah, when everybody's seated behind a music stand. I will say also because I stu- student taught in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. their music isn't very different. Yeah, and so coming yep. from somewhere where music is required, um, and they have entire districts that like they have a district i mean we have orf right so we do sure. have a district right. methodology but that's not always common in a lot of the yeah, other california districts yeah. in massachusetts is a thing and you know everyone's got a doctorate and so there's there's music teachers making six figures which is great for them <laughs> so the culture of music education is already established it's in boston right. super established yeah. it's a yeah. lot more yeah there's i mean it which is nice because they the schools i think have a, an idea have more of like a vision of what they think that their specific program mm. is going to look like. Um, 
yeah it's it's so it coming very from different. there yeah and then you know yeah. everyone's got instruments and everyone's got not at the school yeah. the schools i worked at it's not it's not universal obviously but it's a lot more common mm-hmm. it's yeah. a lot more accepted part of the dna yeah like I, out here if you're in a music ed program in california they teach you how to do an elevator speech to advocate for music education as part of your undergrad which right is which, ridiculous. which we had to do too a little bit mm-hmm. but yeah. it was a little less I don't know. It was, I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was different, different for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I actually, we had an elementary methods course for my master's and I, I mentioned to my, my teacher, my professor, um, that in, in California, elementary isn't actually very, elementary music is not super common and mm-hmm. I did not have mm-hmm. elementary music and she was shocked. Like she mm. was, like went online and looked it up and she was like, this is insane. I've n- I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, the fact that we, that I got a job as an elementary teacher shocked me a little bit. I was like, uh-huh. oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah. I love it. They're great. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, how did Mark find you? So I actually applied to um, SDYS. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. So I work with the, I work with the Youth Symphony too in their Opus program. I work at Los Altos as well. Okay. Um, teaching strings. And I got the job or I was in the process of getting, I can't remember where exactly this happened, but the person who was hiring me was, I mentioned to her and my schedule might change because I'm looking for a full-time teaching position. Um, but for now, because at the time I was like, I'm completely free. (laughs) 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 Any hours you need. (laughs) Um, but I said, my schedule is probably changed. And then I can only do after school stuff. She's like, that's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, I actually know the coordinator Mm. the vapa coordinator for cv cv um would you like me to yeah (laughs) he's great i love that yeah i'm so grateful (laughs) please listen to this episode (laughs) and yeah so she she was like do you want me to put me put you in contact with him and i was like yes please (laughs) Please. i need a job (laughs) i need a job my uh-huh. loans are only in forbearance for so long oh, um, <laughs> there went the heart yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yep. so so she put me in contact with mark and, call, and i called mark and he was amazing he was just oh we need to get you somewhere like what mm-hmm. you know like let's okay here's these people are hiring and like it's it just great it was in yeah he he really advocated for me which i thought was really nice for someone who had just met me mm. <laughs> yeah and just kind of looked over my resume so um yeah, he's he's really put in a lot of work for us, I think. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, put in a lot of work for you, but uh, for this, you know, what what did Mark do wrong this week? He's not here. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, how did you find Chula Vista? Um, through this guy, uh, through Jonathan. Um, so uh, you were placed with him through state, yeah, yes. for student teaching. Mm-hmm. Got well, actually, it. even before student teaching, Suck she you was. Uh, you were one of my observers. You and Hiram, oh, right? Yeah. Work. Yeah. yeah. And actually, so like for me, you were my first student teacher. And so when I was communi- oh, when I was contacted by Jennifer, um, who uh, who was telling who's going to go with who, it's like, oh sure, I'll do the student teacher during during COVID, during distance learning. Like, sure, I'll try it. And it says Lee Nevada. Oh, especially when hey, I'm feeling like an expert. I know, I know that. I know that girl. Yeah. I I actually picked like they make you sign this like sheet like what's your first pick and what's your second what's your third and mm-hmm. they'll find you they'll pair you up with a teacher um and i was like i've always wanted to work south of the eight like mm-hmm. put me down there like yep. i will thrive there and yeah this guy i ended up working alongside him and it was a lot of fun it was really crazy um i learned a lot and then we ended up finding out that we have like a lot of like friends yeah 
connections. Yeah. It was like, wow, that's okay, small cool. world. Yeah, that's a small world. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I feel comfortable here. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable until you know the cat dander got around. Oh yeah, I have cats, and then Jonathan's allergic to yeah, them. So, so like, every are. time I would come <laughs> you in, can, you can leave now. Uh, COVID? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, oh my god, no way, really? It's just cat allergies. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> is what it is. Um, so. You shared a little about your whole like distance learning situation. Um, I think one of the most unique situations is the fact that you came in not on day one. You came in the beginning of quarter two, mm. starting a new culture. And Crystal, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. We've never had a, a duo partnership for two music teachers at, at the same not time. Not that I know at of. At Chula Vista. Yeah. It's common on the East Coast, but not so much. Yeah here so so until five years ago there weren't even music teachers yeah. in chula vista schools mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys know that part of the the story but um what i guess it's six years ago now um, time's a flat circle i know whatever time is anymore and so yeah when i found out that you guys were at the same school sites i'm like wait they're hiring more than one music teacher now <laughs> can you uh help me out here yeah. <laughs> do the same here yeah right i've been seeing i need a strings person forever <laughs> yeah yeah so it's interesting when you, the two of you got, got together, what was it like creating the, recreating because creating the culture? Because you had, there was another music teacher there before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so you had to create a new culture in the middle of the school year. Like, and then you meet this new person you've never met before, but now you're the same person apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, here's your new best friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will say, as a new teacher working with another new teacher, it is probably the the best situation we could have walked in yeah we're very lucky that we get along i think if we're, yeah. we were really stressed and we didn't get along um, but it's it's been phenomenal mm-hmm. to have another person where it's like do you know what's going on no no <laughs> like okay <laughs> it's been really helpful to just like bouncing off ideas from one another like getting mm-hmm. together because when we started when i got hired i was like oh my god what am I going to teach these children? Uh-huh. Well, I have all these skills, you know, I've learned all this stuff. How am I going to apply it? Mm-hmm. And just having that co-teacher next to you, like, all right, we're going to, what do we want them to know? What do we want to mm-hmm. have them walk away with yeah. mm-hmm. after they're through with us? Um, uh, so bouncing ideas off of one each other and working through our scope and sequence and our lesson planning was just like, okay, one less thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So it's been very helpful. It's been really, really phenomenal. I think also starting the new culture thing. I actually don't know how long ago their last teacher was there mm-hmm. because not all of them. I don't know that that, that last teacher worked during COVID is what okay. it okay. seems okay. like. Okay. Um, based off how the kids talk about the teacher, because some of them know him and some of them don't. Gotcha. They had mm-hmm. a sub. Um, and when we got there and they're like, well, where's the sub? Right. That where's the, this like. I won't drop names, but where's this person? I was like, well, you have two new teachers, but we're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that made a difference for them of just knowing that we are their permanent music yeah. teachers, that yeah. we are here and we're not going to leave them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really, I don't, I, I didn't feel that there was much tension with mm-hmm. us coming in at all. Yeah. I think the kids were just excited that they had people here for them and like i think we, we were yeah. good at like establishing that at the beginning where we're like no you, we're your music teachers like we right. are for you mm-hmm. and we're here and we're gonna be here for a yeah. long time mm. um cool. yeah and I, I think that really helps because with everything 
so many changes that they've already been through to know that they have like some people who are dedicated to be around them, um, I think helped. So, yeah, I have been saying for a long time that the, the most important thing is that the kids even know you like them. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they know that you like them, then you can go pretty far, you know, Mm -hmm. like you, Mm -hmm. you can, you have a strong foundation, but yeah, knowing that you're going to stick around when they've had no stability. And you were saying earlier, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm and the kids are happy to be around each other and that's hard to manage. And I've been thinking a lot lately, we've, we've been having all these interpersonal problems with the kindergartners and first graders, like more than ever. And I'm like, oh, because when all of this insanity started, they were toddlers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have literally never been around other kids like this before. Yep. So when they yeah. and they've been growing up, they were toddlers growing up with the idea that their world isn't safe. Yeah, they've been told yeah. that from all angles. Mm-hmm. So but yeah. I think that's really really hard. And kids have to, to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everybody does. Like yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Definitely. right? Yeah. But if the foundation yeah. of the foundation, you know, at such a young age I is know. that life is not safe, what is that? How does that look like yeah. in the adult stage or the later stages, mm-hmm. should I say? Right. So good for you for making school yeah. a safe place. That's really cool. I We have so much more to dig into and we're going to, but I want to do a part two of this. So we will continue this conversation next week. So let's go ahead and put a pin in it for this week. And we will be back with Leanne and Cassandra in our next episode. And we are coming back after the break with a spiccato. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Okay, Jonathan, what did you bring for us for Spiccato this week? So I was at my parents' place, and you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going through. <laughs> <laughs> that seems this seems like fun. Like, it is fun. Um, I was at my parents' place, and <laughs> I was just hanging out, chatting with them, talking about memories, and I decided to grab something that is dearly attached to my memory: a rice paddle. For many reasons. First off, I love rice. Rice is a wonderful staple of food. But also, well, it's also a disciplining tool. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah, say. Like, it, it was a wooden spoon was, in my house. But uh, so the it's thing the is, same thing. It was a double-edged sword, but also the, yeah. so the story is a lot of came with it. <laughs> so we, we like, it wasn't often, but we were definitely spanked, uh, my brother and I, mm-hmm. um, with a rice paddle. But it got to the point where my, like, my mom... She would be looking through, like she went, I remember this, like, I remember six years old, and she's looking through the door, like, where, where did the rice paddle go? Oh, no. <laughs> and, you devious genius. And so I think it's about six months later, she's like vacuuming behind the, like, the, the bookshelf, and she sees, <laughs> lo and behold, this rice paddle here. Oh, actually, it might have been this one, actually. This is a little more newer. Um, 
but and it became kind of a joke between like as we got like older older like into our teenage <laughs> years like um mom would ask like where's the paddle where's the paddle and, and as a means of like you're, you're doing a bad job quit mm-hmm. quit put being a little butt so anyways sans disciplining <laughs> That's we are not definitely going to bring that not allowed. Well, we already know it's a percussive <laughs> instrument. Oh. So what would you use for the rice paddle in your classroom? It sounds like you have an idea, Jasanta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go for it. I was just making a joke on the use oh, of your rice paddle. <laughs> oh, got it. That's, yeah, okay. that, that was the real thing. It was not disciplining. Like, my, my dad just wanted to make a good beat. And that's all. So. Yeah, got it. There you go. I, I actually feel like, so this is something we did online, and I bet a lot of other teachers did. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm connecting more less with the fact that it's a rice paddle mm-hmm. and more with the fact that you brought something in from your home. Okay. And then it's something we mm. did. Um, it was we did found sound percussion mm-hmm. um, where we had, and it was online. Uh, and I would actually have them mute and one at a time record whatever they wanted, and then we would put it all together, um, which I think you can still do online or in person. There's no reason why. It just means they need a lot of reminders to remember to bring the rice paddle from home. <laughs> <laughs> all 30 kids bring the rice paddle right. from home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I like that, and I like that yours came with a story, which I feel like is a cool connector to bring, have kids... Now that we're not in their homes, have that extension of allowing kids to bring their homes to school a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that, since mm-hmm. we don't have that connection anymore, since we're not online. Totes. Yeah. Like that. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, let's see. The only thing that came up to my mind was like a microphone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, pass it around to the pass leader. Pass it around as a leader. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Whoever has the rice paddle gets to be the soloist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Cool. Call and response. Call and response. Awesome. I've seen, I've seen a teacher do something with, with like a little, one of those little kid microphones, like what you're mm. saying. Yeah. Yeah. For, um, I think you for, used to do that, right? Yeah. I have a microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for mm-hmm. TK Volk, like, uh, assessments, mm-hmm. um, little, oh, yeah. little kids cause they didn't want to do solos, but if they had the microphone in front of them, suddenly they were okay doing a solo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So any object in the hand is a separation between you and the fear. And so you can yeah. kind of channel it through that cool yeah i like that um i i was thinking about how i took an old um ping pong paddle and i put red on one side and green on the other yes. for like that's probably fire robin it is fire robin. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Conversation um, just. yes exactly so sing uh listen when it's on red and then sing back at me when it's on green mm-hmm. um but the, now i have a three-sided one so it's uh, it's green, yellow, and red, a la David Daxton. So um, green is go, um, sing, and yellow is think, so mm. audiate in your head. Mm-hmm. And then red is is listen. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. I The past week I have been doing lessons, a lot of movement, a lot of movement. Um, and uh, I feel like if I had enough rice paddles... Um, the students would use, like, hold the rice paddle however they want to, but mm-hmm. these are the connecting points. So they connect with another student via rice oh. paddle. So yeah. they can touch this way, or if they want to be creative, like like myself and Emmanuel Soto did uh, during levels two, <laughs> place between the legs, and then like connect with legs as you're sitting down. So however you want to, you, but you can uh, you must connect with your partners, but it must be via That's good. rice paddle. That's good, and then you don't have to touch. Exactly. exactly. That's yep. a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. You know what else is a good idea? What? Well, 
good ideas if you go on to youtube.com slash chaotic classroom. <laughs> but seriously, actually, I want to bring it back. I, I've said this a lot, but um, it's really, like, we say this a lot. It's great for you to leave a review and it helps us feel more, you know, happy, whatnot. But it really does improve this community um, by reaching, uh, by leaving us a review and also by liking it. It feels a little weird, a little diff uh, different, but it helps. So if you can go on to youtube.com slash chaotic harmony classroom and subscribe there even if you aren't listening to this on youtube if you're driving on uh, on, the, on the freeway just 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 pull over just pull on the medium just, just stop just, <laughs> right just go on your pull the phone just right now yep. do it or go in your podcast mm -hmm. app on or go, google play exactly. or apple Podcasts, spotify, spotify now allows it and yes. please leave us a review it helps us a lot oh, and we cool. want we want to hear more than coach dad sp so <laughs> please <laughs> yes all right you guys we do have a round of the week yes we do round of the week Okay, this is a um, Crystal Treadmore World yes. premiere. So this is for Valentine's Day. I was just playing around with it. Do you mind if you and just Sandra share and Leah and I share? Because oh. my copy is... Are we doing two? Oh, you know what? I have another copy. Ew. Look at that. Look at that. I got you, boo. Okay. Follow this, Okay, boo. I'll sing it. Then we'll all sing it together. And then I'm thinking... Part one, you two can be part two, and you can be part three? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right, here it comes. This is the love round. L-O-V-E. -E. Now, hang on a second. Sure. That's not what I'll, I said. I'll, I'll listen to you. So, How about that? I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then we all do it together. That's all right. God, it's like the sixth graders. L-O-V-E. Love makes the world a home. Neighbors, friends, and family together are not alone. Loving, kind, and caring people act so their love is shown. Ready? Yeah. Good luck. L-O-V-E. <laughs> <laughs> Love makes the world a home. Neighbors, friends, and family together are not alone. Loving, kind, and caring people act so their love is shown. Love makes the world a home. Neighbors, friends, and family. Together makes the world a home. Loving, kind, and caring people. Love makes the world a home. Neighbors, friends, and family. Together are not alone. Loving, kind, and caring people act so their love is shown. All right. All right. It happened. Oh. Thanks, guys. That was awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening, yeah. friends. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah. It was really great to have you guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah. But don't leave. Yeah, don't leave. Listeners or you. We got more. We um, more. But in case for some reason your you know reception gets cut off, where do, do you have any socials where people can find you? Um, if not, it's fine. 
I only have my personal. Okay, that's fine. You know, put it out there. It's okay. If yeah. anybody has questions for you guys, they can email chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com and we will make sure it gets to you. Exactly. That yeah. Great. Yeah. Sounds good. Jonathan, where can people find you? Me, they can find me at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N, on the Twitters, Instagrams, also TikTok. We'll see how that goes. Ooh. We'll see how it goes. Um, Crystal, where can Gonna they find do you? The Savage Dance. The Savage Dance. That's what the kids are all saying. I guess it's a thing. Crystal, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me at Mrs. Pridmore on Instagram. You can find me at Finny Vappa on Twitter. And that's the best places to find me. And you can find us at CH Classroom on all socials, except for YouTube, as we said earlier. YouTube.com slash Chaotic Harmony Classroom. Mm-hmm. Or please email us at Chaotic Harmony Classroom at gmail.com. Take care. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Dude, it was great. It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. But the kids, I think the kids enjoyed it. They miss you. They do? Some of them do. I mean, the ones who mentioned it. (laughs) 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 Miss Nahu? Miss Nahu? Me? There we are. I lost my privileges. I know. That's one. That's really good. Jesse Rogers. All right. We can take. Guess we're done. Guess we got our bloopers. Good thing that happened. I don't like this table. It's official. This is where we.